Well, let's get into the interviews for this week, and our first guest is in extraordinary form. Vic Law, step back three. Bam, that looked nice. Wildcats running, great pass, too easy in the end. Cotton finds his running mate, and Vic Law just doing whatever the hell he wants. Gets a great pass to Law, who gets to where he wants to go, and he's done it all night, so we should not be surprised. Yes, we should not be surprised. He's dominating at the moment. Vic Law, welcome to the Drill Podcast. What's up? Thanks for having me. Now, this is a bit random. You played in Hobart last night. You'll be in Perth in a few hours, but right now you're in Sydney. You guys are finding a way to get around the country, aren't you? No, absolutely. I feel like I've uh, seen every part of Australia other than Darwin, maybe. But uh, we've been everywhere. So you've been playing a bit of Uno, you were telling me, throughout your layover in Sydney. So how many times have you looked at the game, though, since you've been there? And we'll look back on the last maybe 10 seconds with Bryce going nuts. I uh, we I think we all had enough time last night. Our rapid reactions after the game was, you know, obviously celebrate that and be super excited. But you know, I think now we're moving on, and now we're just I'm just excited to get back to my apartment in Perth. So I'd love your perspective on the chaos of the finish because you you closed out on Finn Delaney, putting pressure on him to make sure that he didn't have an easy shot. Didn't get, it left you with no chance of competing for the rebound. So Bryce wins the ball immediately. What's your thoughts after he had the ball in his hands with six seconds left? I don't know. You know, I, honestly, I was just trying to full sprint down the court and give give myself a chance to be in position just in case anything happened or they needed me. Um, you know, I, I full sprint down the court, went past Delaney and, and Wetzel, and hadn't even turned around looking at the ball. And uh, as I as I tried to get position, I saw Bryce shoot and get fouled, and it was just a sigh of relief. And then seeing the ball go in, um, I guess that's why you signed in Perth, right? <laughs> to have moments like that. That's exactly right. So we've seen him do it so many times. That's the first time he's done it since you've uh, had the match-winning shot in, in games that you've played with him. When he took off, did you think he was going to go the length of the floor and have the shot, or were you trying to get into a position to be an outlet pass in case something went wrong? To be honest with you, I was so tired. I was just running straight down the middle of the court trying, trying to clear out space or something. I, I, I have no idea. I could, I can't give you a clear answer of, of what I thought I was doing, but um, I'm just happy he got the rebound and made the shot, to be honest with you. New Zealand played about as well as you can ask for. Hassan, Abercrombie, uh, Siva. I mean, they were making all kinds of shots down the stretch of that game, and so I'm just happy that when it came time to make big shots, we were able to step up. And you had the big moment yourself, obviously, during regular time to make sure the game even got to overtime. At that last Last play, which was vastly different compared to the Bryson, where it was it was a bit more random. You had a chance to have the play drawn up. Was that did that go to plan? Was that exactly how how you guys were anticipating it, or were you taking what the defense gave you? Uh, I mean, Scott gave us a couple options, um, and I was one of the options, you know, that that pinned down and, and seal. And uh, you know, I don't know if I was option one, but it was really just make a read, see what the defense is going to give you. And I'm glad Todd saw me in the middle there, and uh, I got to my spot. Did you feel pressure at that moment once you get the ball in your hands, knowing the game's on the line? Uh, to be honest, I think I've you know I've had enough uh, chances this year. Um, I had the chance against Brisbane to, to beat them, and I had a chance against Sydney. So you know, I think I've had enough chances. Uh, of messing up to, to finally um, know how to get it right. So no, I didn't feel too much pressure in that in that particular moment. So you mentioned the Sydney one. A lot of people were talking about that after the game um, because it was 11 seconds remaining when you, when you took the shot and it didn't come off. Most players like yourself who are elite tend to stew on things, I reckon, when they don't go their way. Uh, have you been waiting for the chance to get another defining shot in a game? Uh, no, I wouldn't say I, was, I, was, I haven't been waiting on one, but, you know, because if there's a 
if you're in a game where you have to get a defining shot, that means the game's too close. But um, I think more than anything, I would just, you know, I've been watching film and I'm watching all of the games back over. And uh, after that Sydney game, just kind of seeing that uh, that probably wasn't the best read at the time. Just, just take that shot and uh, just owning it. You know, I, you know, I don't shy away from any criticism or any um, open discussion. So, you know, just knowing as, as a basketball player, holding myself to a certain standard, I feel like I could have gotten a better shot at that moment. But you learn from it, right? Like, you know, the moments like that make the ones like last night, um, they help you. They help you grow, and uh, they help the ones like last night go in. So I'm happy to have them. In an absolutely insane form when you look at what you've been doing since that Sydney game. Like, it's gone 22 points and 9 rebounds, 19 and 13, 22 and 10, 20 and 18, 24 and 8, and then 39 and 7. That's an average of 24 points and 11 rebounds since the Sydney game. What's been the secret to what you've been doing at the moment? Uh, I don't think there's really any secret. I think we, um, after that Sydney loss, I think that was the, uh, the three in a row skid, right? That, and then the Southeast Bumper game. And, um, clearly we needed to pick up our level of intensity and just our level of play. And to be honest, Perth didn't sign me to, to go on the losing skid. I know it's not all on me, but I just felt like my level of intensity wasn't up to par. Um, during that stretch, especially if we were going to be on the road for so long, right? Like, we all know playing on the road isn't easy. Um, every team in this league is going to play as hard as they can every night. And something about playing at home, you know, role guys and, and you know, kind of bench bench players tend to make more shots and feel a little more comfortable when they're at home. So we just had, you know, that long stretch on the road. So I, I thought we all needed to pick up our level of intensity. And the only person I can truly control is myself. So I really wanted to take a step forward and, and raise my level of play. So have, have you changed your positioning at all? Because your rebounding appears to be a bit more of a, a real focus given the team is desperately looking for someone to, to rebound more. Have you gone from a scoring player who rebounds to a rebounding player who scores, which is a, a pretty significant difference when you talk about those two things? Uh, no, I would just consider myself a basketball player. You know, I, I uh, just try and do whatever the coach needs me to do. Scott has told us rebounding is a, is a key for us to win, and if, if that's what the focus is, and that's what I'm going to try to do, right? Like, you know, I, I don't want to go into any game trying to think I'm not going to rebound today or I'm going to rebound today. You know, I try to put myself in position and try to box out each and every play so that I give myself the best opportunity to rebound. You know, not, the ball's not going to always bounce to you every play, but all you can do is put yourself in the best opportunity to get it. Have you enjoyed the, the focus that put Scott has been putting on people to, to get more rebounds? Obviously, with Matt Hodgson out, it puts a lot of pressure on everyone. Are you enjoying that challenge of going up against blokes who are a, a lot bigger than you? Man, I, don't, I don't know. I've been rebounding over people twice my size for my whole career. It hasn't really been anything new last year in Brisbane. I led us in rebounding, and I wasn't definitely wasn't the tallest player on that team. So now I don't, I don't, I don't look at size as, as any kind of deterrent of rebounding. There's another, another interesting element to you this season with the reports midway through February around that that Sydney game actually that a Russian team was trying to lure you away from the Wildcats. Was that was that a difficult time to to be uh, obviously another team chasing after you and trying to be playing at the same time? No, a lot of teams contact me and contact my agent about uh, possibly playing and possibly getting bought out and stuff, and that's just a reality of, of the, you know, the sport. And uh, when you're talented and young, you know, teams are going to reach out to you and try to pluck you. But, you know, I, I feel too close to the group and I really respect Scott and Danny and the things they're doing in Perth. So that wasn't really an option for me at this time. Uh, I just want to focus on, you know, where I'm at right now and continue to win. Like, as you can see, I'm 100% locked into playing right now. It's ironic, isn't it, how the world's changed. And um, you wouldn't want, I don't think anyone would want to be in Russia at the moment. It's, Bryce often says it's a lot safer in Australia than it is in a lot of countries when you're playing basketball. And this is definitely a case now where it's a lot safer Absolutely. playing here than anywhere else. 
Well, given your form and what we've been talking about, this is a very good time to announce our Dribble Podcast MVP votes for the last couple of games. So against Melbourne, and with apologies to Majuk Majuk, who was stiff to miss out, it went one vote to Bryce Cotton, two votes to Mitch Norton, and three votes to, I guess, Vic Law for 20 points and 18 rebounds. He was remarkable. Then against Brisbane, it was one vote to Mitch Norton, two votes to Bryce Cotton, and three votes to Vic Law, 24 points and another eight rebounds. And in the remarkable win over New Zealand, it was one vote to Mitch Norton again, and when trying to separate Cotton and Law was difficult, but in the end I've decided the only way you can separate them is by deciding who hit the match-winning shot. So sorry, Vic, it was two votes to you, and it was three votes to Bryce for 32 points, nine rebounds, eight assists, and two steals, plus the basket that won that game. How much are you looking forward to being back in Perth and playing in front of your own crowd, given there, was, there wasn't allowed to be anyone there last night? Like You must be excited about having a real crowd again. No, yeah, I'm super excited to be back in RSC Arena, um, see the crowd. I'm not sure like what it'll look like with the restrictions and stuff, but I'm, I'm really excited to just be back in our home arena, have the home fans who are so great to play in front of um, and get back into my daily routine. How difficult has it been, that routine side of things? Like, yeah, Even though you haven't really lived in Perth much, like you would have been travelling so much and not having a real home. Is it important for you to be able to just live a bit more of a normal life? No, I mean, I wasn't for long enough to establish, like, my everyday routine and habits, you know, uh, getting my shots up, knowing exactly, like, where I could go to get my workouts in, the game day routine, having your routine at home. And then when you're, you're constantly in the road, you know, you're in Tasmania, then you're playing in Cairns, and you're going to Melbourne. It's just, you know, it can, it can mess up a lot of things, and I don't know, it can take you out of your rhythm. But I'm happy to be going back. I'm happy we finished strong, finishing 9-5 and five on the road. Um, which I saw had, hadn't been done for a decent amount of time for the Wildcats, especially our five-game streak. So I'm just happy we, we finished off on, on a high note. Do you feel like this is a, a different portion of the season? Now can you block it up and go, right, we had our f- five games at home to start, we've had our 14 now, and now it's another nine to come. Do you, do you look at it in segments of a season at all? Yeah, I mean, I, I think I, more so for me, I look at it in just the two halves of the season. You know, I think we finished our first half and then we finished our road road tangent. Now it's time to get back on, the, on get back to our home stretch and uh, take care of business. You know, we still haven't played enough games to not finish 500, so we still have a lot of work to do. And how do you reckon New Zealand are going to react to last night when you play them again on Sunday? Uh, I'm sure they're going to be fired up. You know, I can only imagine that they're going to uh, do everything they can to to correct their mistakes and look back at the film and really try and sure up their holes. Um, so I'm, I'm expecting a, another battle. They're a vastly different team to the one that we've seen for most of the year and mainly it's due to personnel they had a lot better players to put on the floor last night than what they have been for, for most of the season did, did we, were you expecting that sort of performance from them I mean they were definitely making shots last night that's for sure um, yeah I, I think New Zealand's been has a, has a great roster I think they have a ton of talent I think you know they've obviously been hit with being on the road just like us and I we, I know how hard that is um, maybe not to the extent of them because you know at least we get to go home every now and then and see people uh, so I tip my cap to them and their resiliency. But, you know, New Zealand's had injuries. They've had all kinds of things you can go back and forth about to say excuses. But they have a good team. You know, they're solid. And uh, they compete every night. So, you know, we'll be ready for them on Sunday. I mentioned, I've mentioned multiple times. We've seen some remarkable performances from yourself this season. But one of the great performances I've, I saw was at the airport when you got back from the, what was it, nine weeks away. And our cars were parked side by side. And I still have no idea how you managed to fit all of your luggage, Michael Frazier's luggage, your partner's luggage, a full bag of basketballs and three people into your car. It looked so grim at one stage I offered to take the basketballs and drive them off to Bendat Basketball Centre. I think that would have broken a few quarantine rules. Are you a good packer? Are you a Tetris master or something like that? That was quite extraordinary that night, how you managed to fit everything in the car. Oh, no, nah, man. We, I've just you know, had a ton of experience travelling. And so, you know, 
when uh time when times get tough, you know, you just try to figure it out. I'm happy my uh, uh our uh, Mike's <laughs> camera can get our all our bags in there at once. Cause boy, were we ready just to get home. <laughs> when, when did your partner get to Australia? Uh, I want to say like February fifth. And will she stay for the duration now? Because uh, it's obviously been difficult getting people she's in here, and out of it. No, for sure. She's here until March thirtieth. So what's been that? What has that been like for you to finally have her joining you over here? Yeah, man, it's been great. I would uh say just having a piece of home just here with me finally just made it a little bit more comfortable to be so far away from Chicago um, and you know she's one of my biggest supporters so just whenever I feel I guess a little bit frustrated or disappointed um, just about the way life is going she always reminds me um, of some of the positive things and uh, you know it's just good to have to have your partner in crime there. It's obviously been difficult for a lot of the partners who are, were stuck over here but what was it like for her being in a new country and having to adjust to different states and different places different side of the road to drive on and you not being around all all the time like was it hard even just having her over there for helping her settle in uh, no Carla's super outgoing and you know she figures things out she's very resourceful so and, you know Carla was super excited to get over to Australia and, and learn the new culture and see like how things are done over here so it wasn't too hard you know she she picked up the driving in about a day or two at least I'm hoping because she's driving my car so other than that you know she's uh, she's doing she's doing fine She's loving her experience so far. Anything you're looking forward to doing in Perth now that you're going to be living here for without having to jump on a plane for a while? Uh, I'm going to go out to Swan Valley and, and do some of the wine tasting. Um, go to some of the beaches and, and really just relax. You know, finally be back in my own space. What you're, you're living around Scarborough? Have you, have you enjoy, had the opportunity to enjoy Scarborough Beach much? Yes, uh, you know, I, I like I love going to Grotto and just walking along that boardwalk the beach. Yeah, you've certainly found a nice area to live. Well, we do have a segment on, on the Drill podcast called This or That, where we ask a basic question. You jump to one side of the fence or the other, and we saw the bizarre scenario on Monday of Oklahoma City and Memphis walking out into court to play each other in the pretty much the same white uniforms, and white has become a fairly standard go-to alternate as an option for teams. Do you think white is good and it makes it easy for everyone to work out in terms of what to wear as the opposition team, or should everyone just pick two colours and try their best to make sure they don't clash? Uh, I think I think white is a cool color. I mean, I think you know that should always stay in the standard lineup for uh, jersey rotations. But I don't think that was a blunder between the Grizzlies and Thunder. It just became a bit of a debacle in the end, didn't they? Just didn't realize yeah. who, who was wearing what. So it's quite, the looks on their faces was quite funny. Well, look, thank you very much for joining us, Vic. It's obviously a, a, a short stay over, or it might be quite a long stay over for you in Sydney as you're waiting for your flight. So we really do appreciate it. You're in an amazing form, and hopefully the Wildcats can charge into yet another final series based on that, and we can. See See you hopefully having a good crack at the championship. Thank you. I appreciate it. We'll see you back in person.